1450 WKXL, New Hampshire Talk Radio.com. My name is Jane Cormier, and welcome back to Artful Living. Is it B R I C K S? B R I X. B R I X. New word for Scrabble. I never knew that word. Bricks. We have silver singles. <laughs> But, well, that, you know, that's what you do when you're outside. Ooh, the show must go on. <laughs> right. Hello there. This is Jane Cormier, your host at Artful Living. And uh, we welcome you to our program here on WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Our new our new station call letters, call numbers, 101.9 FM. Um, we here at uh, Art for Living always try to offer an informative, uh, different take on things that can be artful in our lives. And our listeners out there know that we try to do pretty creative programming. Um, we have a wonderful guest today for our show from the Natural Wellness Corner in Concord, New Hampshire. And uh, Marty Donovan is here, and he's going to talk to us a little bit about uh, information on wellness. And uh, I certainly um, have lots to learn. This is a smart gentleman. And uh, Marty, thank you for being here. Well, thanks for having me, Jane. My pleasure. So, uh, you know what? We we were talking a little bit before. Um, I would like for our audience to know, uh, you have a number of letters after your name, and I would like to know what they are. So we have on your card, it says... Marty Donovan, DCN, RPH, and DIP period herb. What does all that mean for our listener out there? Okay. Well, the RPH is a pharmacist. I became a pharmacist in 1977, moved to Concord in 1982, bought a drugstore, and I've operated that um, on the south side of Concord until 2019. Uh, So I ran a traditional pharmacy, no natural medicine when I first started, had no uh, idea about that at all. Wasn't trained in that like most pharmacists and most doctors, unfortunately, are not. Um, in the So that's the RPH, in the registered pharmacist. In the mid-90s, I began getting questions from my, my customers about safety of using herbs with their drugs, um, concerns about blood thinners and certain herbs that can affect the way your blood clots, et cetera, and running into complications. And so I began looking for answers to those questions about could they use them or not. And I got introduced to the concept of wellness. And pharmacists are not trained in wellness. They're trained in disease management. Disease management is helping you to cope with the drugs you need to take. Are you getting any side effects? Are you taking the right dose at the right time? Are they taking an empty stomach? All the different things. And if you get side effects, is there a way of mitigating that, maybe reducing the dose or changing to a different drug or helping your doctor assess your therapy properly. The goal with that is not to fix you, it's to support you, to band-aid your your symptoms, Mm -hmm. a blood pressure pill for high blood pressure, a cholesterol pill for high cholesterol. It's It's not curative, it's management. When I began researching natural things, I realized there's a different world out there that I wasn't aware of, and that's the idea of wellness, which is a more of a holistic approach the whole body is involved with that. And when you do, when you work from that approach, you're trying to find out why is this symptom there? Mm-hmm. Why are you dealing with that symptom? For instance, with high blood pressure, you can be a very agitated person. Your adrenal gland, which helps you regulate what's called flight or fight, the adrenaline surge when you're under stress or when you're being attacked, 
you can live that way all the time. And the design is that when you're under stress, your blood pressure needs to go up so that you can run away and save your life. Right. But if you're sitting and fuming at your desk, you're still, it's still going up. And some people get heart palpitations because your heart wants to beat to, so you can run away. So you're getting these symptoms that show the system is out of balance. And that may be the reason for your high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. In fact, white coat hypertension, if you've heard of that before. I haven't. You walk into a doctor... You don't normally have high blood pressure, but when they take it, you have high blood pressure. Yeah, it goes up a little bit. Because you're worried about, that's called white coat hypertension. Oh, okay. White coat coat blood pressure. I thought you said white coat. Oh, sorry, no, "Hmm." white coat. A lot of them don't wear white coats anymore. I've got that. But but they call that white coat hypertension. Oh, my goodness. So it's the stress of going in there. So actually, in my opinion, the worst place to have your blood pressure checked is at your doctor's office. You're not kidding. Isn't that funny? So having a good cuff at home that the doctor knows works and giving that information to them will help give them real life numbers. Wow, that is cool. Absolutely. So again, the, the, the goal then is to try to fix the system that's out of balance. And when you do that, a whole variety of symptoms go away. So mm-hmm. that's the, that's the, what I do as a clinical nutritionist. So I began learning about this, this holistic approach. I began going to seminars and consulting with experts and realized I need more education. So I did a two year program to become a clinical nutritionist. Um, and that's the uh, DCN, Diploma of Clinical Nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, and then along the line there, I realized, okay, I need more information about herbs because I wasn't trained in that. As a pharmacist, I was trained in drugs. Right. And I went on to become an herbalist. How cool is that? I mean, you just never stop learning, right? It really never ends. <laughs> and it's a joy. It really is a passion. That's artful living. It, it absolutely is artful <laughs> living. Absolutely. And I know your show is all about artists and singers yes. and painters and and uh, theater and all that, and that's part of holistic living. It you is. You can't live in a box. You can't work your life away. You need to be diverse, keep Indeed. your mind active, prevents Alzheimer's, keep yourself. That's really what life is, should be about. Keep yourself growing and Absolutely. choose new things. You might never paint it before. Start now. Yeah. You know, do something different. Totally. That's exactly what we discuss here. Um, you know, I, I am very interested in this because... Uh, when I lived in Europe, I realized, didn't know it then, but I do now, that they were so much more in the know about, um, you know, about how to put these two things together, you know, these two ways of thinking about healing. Mm-hmm. And I think that we haven't really always been so good about this uh, in this Western world or in our world. Um, pharmaceuticals, uh, and and not to be controversial or anything, but I sometimes wonder if the pharmaceutical industry has subverted um, the wellness information in some ways as it's been rolling out. You know what I mean? We're so quick to throw a pill at things, right? You take the pill because this will save you or this will do this. or And not necessarily fix the problem that the pill is being taken for, but you just take the pill anyway. Um, I've become kind of cynical that... Know, that the the pharmaceutical side of wellness is really where we should be spending a bulk of our thought or time. Yeah. Well, first of all, there is a place for pharmaceuticals. There's, yeah. there's no doubt about that. Medicine saves lives. Um, my opinion is that medicine is best at acute care. You need a new heart. You need a new joint. You need a new, you know, cornea, whatever it is, and they do that extremely well, mm-hmm. that's considered to be acute care, meaning okay. you're dealing with an immediate situation, you're saving someone's life, you're bringing them back, and that's huge, that's critical. Yeah. It seems to me that 
the use of drugs to control symptoms is more kind of using acute care in a chronic or long-term situation, which is really not the design. It's why don't we fix why you have high blood pressure or you're overweight or you have diabetes. Why don't we work on that? That's the holistic part. So, so again, getting back to my practice, um, I owned, again, the drugstore from 82 to 2019. Well, in the mid-90s, as I was discovering wellness and all that, I decided to begin to offer it to my customers as well. So I set up a natural pharmacy inside the regular pharmacy. That's so so cool. I would give people, they'd be filling a prescription for an antidepressant or whatever it is. And I say, by the way, here are some things that can help support your body that may help you not to need this. I've seen many people with migraines. It goes away by supplementing with magnesium. So there's lots of different ways of dealing with health issues. So here's a question for you sure. then. If I'm going to go in for migraines, let's say, and I'm taking a pill for the migraines, right? How do I know the magnesium worked, right? If I'm taking the pill that's going to hide the problem that I've got in the first place, mm -hmm. then if I take magnesium, how do I know? Well, there's two ways of dealing with migraines. You can do it, it just at the moment, you know, meaning you only take one when you feel it's coming on right. and it helps you through that episode. Or there are also... Um, uh, maintenance drugs you can take. I had a friend who was taking a tenolol, which is a, called a beta blocker, and it's used for controlling, it's used for blood pressure, but it's also used for controlling migraines. Mm -hmm. And I said, have you ever tried, and he's, I'm filling his prescription, I said, have you ever tried magnesium? And he said, no. And so he talked to his doctor. Doctor said, oh yeah, you can try that. That that works. Okay. And yet the doctor prescribed the drug right. and he could have prescribed magnesium. Indeed. So he <laughs> The doctor helped him get off the antitenolol. He went on magnesium, and he's and it worked. Very doing very well. Yeah. So you say so you're saying more chronic, um, like the, the the magnesium would be a, a, something you take every day. It would, be, it would you it. consider like maintenance, like you eat food every day. Yeah. You know, this is something yeah. you're nourishing your body with. Mm -hmm. It's not something altering your metabolism like the tenolol. Yes. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. It is. Sometimes you have to stop and think. You do because it's different. You're not, it's a different you're not take. designed that way. Yeah. You know, you're you're programmed into going to the doctor, they write a prescription, yeah. and you walk out the door and you're happy because yeah. you got a prescription. Indeed. But I read an article <laughs> by an editorial by someone who said that the prescription pad is the exit strategy for the doctor. Now I'm not oh. trying to be critical. No, no, I get it. But they realize that one way of finishing is you get out the pad and start writing and the customer, the patient knows, okay, that this meeting is over. Yeah. And so that's... And it's and I've got my solution. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. No, that's true. And, but it, in my mind, it's that that relationship, not necessarily the doctor, but that situation is something that I think most, many people, too many people, don't really stop to think to make to make that connection. Is there an option? Yeah. yeah. Right. And if, I think if they did, mm -hmm. I think that many more people would understand and choose wellness in the capacity that you're discussing it, because it, it seems just a better overall way to look yeah. at what you're facing. Well, that's why our business is growing. People want alternates. Mm -hmm. They don't want to be given another prescription. Again, in my practice, you get a diabetic who starts on medications. They may be on one now, then they're on two, then they're on three, then they're on four, then they're on five, and it, and it goes up from there, believe it or not. And oftentimes they give one drug take away the side effect of another drug that's horrible so yeah it's really that's it's a downward spiral of pharmacy so to speak 
and and that's not should not be the goal with healthy living. Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into personal tales. I probably shouldn't, but I I don't care. <laughs> um, so I've I've had two episodes, two two situations where my doctor, um, or doctors, um, were very negative about treating reflux with anything but protonics, and um, hoo hooed, ha ha. Uh, the other alternatives that I had been reading about, in fact, I went out and bought a book to give to my practitioner oh, to read. Okay. Right. Just information, because no, what, what they were saying to me was so slighted, kind of tilted, that I thought, you know, I'm going to bring the book and, and uh, kind of rolled their eyes after they read the book. So to me, because that happened twice, you know, so I'm kind of a smart gal. I'm thinking, hey, there's something here. Um, I'm not sure that 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 they're all that the regular doctor community, medical community, is so open. Like you're talking and making sense here, talking about another alternative. Uh, they're not, in my experience, they haven't been so open with that. They're not trained that way. Isn't that weird? And I think you're it's, right. It may be there's just a learning curve in order to and there's an inflexibility to there, there to get there. Yeah. But there's something in, in medicine called, they call it functional medicine, is a new catchword. And that's doctors, MDs, who are going for holistic training. When you go into Natural Wellness Corner, um, there's a lot of space between the displays. Uh, displays are centered with, like, specific, uh, you know, things that you might be looking for. It's not like just all this product stuck in there. And when I first went into the store, um, I received a nice hello, but I did not receive, um, you know, jumping on, trying to sell me something and push something my way. You know, it was a very nice. And, and then I asked a couple questions, got a couple of answers. It was great. I mean, the visit was holistic. So um, that was what actually led me to give you a call mm, because well. I liked that. And I said, you know, this guy is probably going to be a really good guest. Our philosophy is <laughs> we don't sell people they decide to buy something. Isn't that Once awesome? they realize this is important. If you, and a lot of people come in and talk to me or I'm in a consultation with them and they bring in a bushel of supplements and I'll say, well, why are you taking that? I don't remember. They saw something online yeah. on the internet. Oh, I'm going to buy that. And then they don't even remember why they're taking it or whether it even helped them or not. Right. So our goal is to educate you as to why it's important to take these things so that you'll take them and see the benefit and realize this is why I'm getting the benefit mm -hmm. is because I'm taking this product. So it becomes a, a kind of a back and forth. I'm always, always available to answer questions. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's like a walk in and talk to the pharmacist situation, right. even Isn't if it's awesome? related to drug use with, with supplements. That's what I do is deal with those questions. So let me ask you, do you ever have um, any issues with people that use herbs too in, in a, in a way that are too much? Like, can oh, sure. we do that? We can, take too much of an herb, let's say, because we all think, well, it's just a plant. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I've had, I've, I, to mention one example, vitamin D testing. Um, I had a client who um, took, she wasn't working with me. She was doing this on her own and she was taking 15,000, mm. 20,000 units a day. And she did vitamin D blood testing with me, and it was off the chart high. Oh, my goodness. And you can't do that. There's yeah. a consequence for over-supplementation. Over yeah. So, yes, it's, this is not 
just because it's over the counter is perfectly safe. You know, that's false. Tylenol is a good example of that. Tylenol is the biggest killer of all the over the counter products yeah, it's, from poisoning. What, but why do we still use it? That's, That's what I question. don't get it That's because we keep reading it's bad for it, the liver. It, oh, and, it's hugely bad for liver. And, you know, we're, yeah. we still are yeah. told to use yep. it. I know. I know. <laughs> Even so in strange. pregnancy, things like that. Oh, I, so, I fortunately yeah. stayed away from that stuff. Yeah. So that's the, that's the hard part. Isn't that crazy, that. huh? But yes, absolutely. You can take too many things. As I, um, I am a macro doser. I believe in taking more than just the minimum requirements, but that's still within safe limits. Yeah. So vitamins and herbs, aren't they two different things? Yes, they are. Okay. A vitamin, by definition, is something essential for your body mm. to be alive. Okay. Like vitamin C. Um, dogs can make vitamin C. and uh, Humans can't. So we need vitamin C as a supplement. Wow, If we don't get vitamin cool. C, we will die. That's what scurvy yeah. comes from. Um, so <clears throat> same thing with the B vitamins. You get pellagra berry berry. These, again, vitamin deficiency. We don't see these diseases today because... There's fortified grains and, right. and these types of things that take away that. Uh, but they're not enough to be sufficient for everyday life. So, again, I dose higher where one or two milligrams is adequate. I With these, I go with 25 milligrams. Or mm -hmm. where 600 units is the daily value with D, I'm recommending a minimum of 5,000 units daily for right. everybody. Because they're say, you're saying safe. that the normal <clears throat> daily thing is just like the absolute least amount you can... It's the level, the, the research on the daily value was what's the level of, that the human body needs not to be dead. Oh my. <laughs> so it's so minimal, it's, it's not yeah. even worth taking like a centrum. You're wasting your money because you already get those levels from your food. Wow, is that? But there are times because of our stressful society, because of deficiency in growing what's in things that are grown in factory farms, they're not nourishing, yep. they're only putting in what's necessary to make it grow and right. produce, but they don't care if it has adequate magnesium or anything else. And we live in a deficient society, so we need we need this. Right. The daily vitamins like a daily insurance policy. Yeah, interesting. Wow. All right, we're going to take a very short break here, and we will be right back. Our, our guest today is Marty Donovan from the Natural Wellness Corner right here in Concord, New Hampshire. And my name is Jane Cormier. We will be right back um, on the other side of this section. Welcome back to WKXL, 1415 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and our new signal, 101.9 FM in Manchester. Uh, we have a great guest today from the Natural Wellness Corner, and he's giving us a ton of information, if you're just tuning in, um, about wellness and the importance of understanding what that actually means. Uh, Marty Donovan. Um, Marty, question I had uh, before we went to the break. So um, herbs are something that we've had people on that have, uh, I've had a couple of guests that have talked about herbs as herbalist kind of thing. And I'm just wondering um, if, if, is there, are there toxic amounts even of like herbs that, that people need to be aware of or that they should know about um, if they're like really into taking herbs to sort of in the wellness, you know, to yeah, take care of I mean, there's, there's limits on everything. You know, you can drink too much water and get what's called water intoxication. Okay. So too much of anything is not good. Now, when you talk about toxicity in herbs, there's really two sides to that discussion. One is, is the manufacturer giving you a toxic product from contaminants that are found in there? The question of, of quality of natural supplements is a big deal 
and and is hard for people to navigate, and it's really unsure what uh, you're taking I when see. you take a product. There's study after study after study showing that the manufacturers are devious. They have they use false reporting in their quality control to wow. to sell products that shouldn't be sold. People have died taking, especially imports from China, because they actually have pharmaceuticals that are that are drugs in this country. They're contaminating. And I don't know why they would do that, but they're they've been shown by studies that they're in there. Oh, they've sorry. done studies with herbs and they do DNA testing and eight out of ten had no herbs in them at all. They didn't even have the active ingredient. Oh my goodness. I read another study on chromium, which is used for blood sugar regulation, and I think fifty percent had zero chromium in the tablet. So you don't know when you buy a product what you're buying. So again with herbs and with anything else Using a high-quality product is important. We specialize in that. Mm -hmm. We carry what are called professional brands. These are not available in health food stores and, and even pharmacies, although they're credentialed, they don't carry them. In fact, a lot of these major natural suppliers don't sell to chains mm -hmm. because they don't deal with things properly. I so see. there's limited supply of good quality products. You don't just order from Amazon. Amazon has the worst record for quality of natural supplements of any any outlet. All right, so that's huge to to get that information out because that's how most people are accessing. Yes, I believe. Sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's important that there's quality to whatever you're taking, be it herb, vitamin, whatever. That's right. Yeah. What about growing your own herbs? I mean, certainly you can have an herb garden. You know, use it for cooking and things. A like anything that. medicinal there? Well, or do, there's, the doses. There's two ways of looking at how you take herbs as a health benefit. One is called wildcrafted, and the other is standardized extracts. The difference is that wildcrafted would mean they grow it, they dry it, they crush it, they put it in a capsule, and they sell it. Standardized extract is they examine it for certain what they consider active ingredients, compounds within the plant, and they standardize it so it's going to be the same every single time you buy it. Because those, act those active ingredients differ based on how old is the plant? Oh, I'm how sure. How dry yeah. was the growing season? How wet was the growing season? How hot was it? How cold was it? Those, you know, what kind of conditions did it grow in? Mm -hmm. They all change the components of those um, active ingredients. So you can't just assume that if I grow my own and, and have it the same way or make a tea out of it, I'm getting the same thing every single time. You're getting a good plant, but you don't know what you're getting. If you're using it for a therapeutic reason, yeah. then it's better to use what I call a standardized extract. Okay. Good to that was a that was a question I've always had and never mm -hmm. really yeah I mean you want to use chamomile tea for sleep great you yeah. know but if you have insomnia then you probably want to deal with a standardized extract all right great and you have those at your at your we do we carry professional corner. grade products that are all independently tested by a company unrelated to the manufacturer so there's no bias wow pretty cool yeah oh it's a big deal it is it's that is deal. so tell me if I come in and I decide you know this is really good I want to sign up I want to I want to, you know, get rolling with this, get get wellness more, you know, into my life. What what am I going to do first at, at the wellness, natural well, wellness corner? usually that involves some level of consultation. Okay. I mean, if you walk in the door and say, I'm well and healthy and I just need to, some basic things, then the basic, I meant, did I talk about the basic four? Yeah. The basic four are four basic supplements I recommend for everybody. There's a good multivitamin, a good level of vitamin D, a good a level of omega-3s, and a good probiotic. Okay. So for the general public, I believe I call them the basic four because they're nutritional. Everybody should be on Good. those, and they solve a variety of conditions. Right. 
if you come in and you have certain health issues that maybe you're taking prescriptions for or you want to deal with, then I meet with people really two different ways. One is a, a general consultation where we just schedule time, sit down, you bring in your supplements, your drugs, and I'll give you, uh, at the moment, my assessment of where you are, whether you need to take what you're on, maybe you need something different, mm -hmm. those type of things. The more common way that I meet with people is by what's called a health assessment consultation, and that means filling out a questionnaire before we meet that's about 600 questions about your symptoms. Holy moly. Symptoms tell a story. Yeah. When a body system is out of balance, it, it creates a certain symptom profile. Example is thyroid gland. When your thyroid is low, common symptoms are you're overweight, you have your body is cold, you may have depression, you may have constipation, you may have poor quality of hair, skin, and nails. So these are just classic hypothyroid symptoms. So somebody comes to me and they've got these symptoms, okay, let's work on supporting the strength wow. of your thyroid gland okay. and hopefully keep you from going on a thyroid cool. drug. Um, so this questionnaire is comprehensive. Give me an overview. So that's filled out, returned to me. I, my work then begins to create a protocol specific for you as an individual. And then about a week later or so, we meet in person and we have an hour and a half consultation and I go through a plan of action on your lifestyle. Right. Um, there's, the questionnaire is comprehensive. Ask about your exercise and your <laughs> diet and all these other things. So I'm going through all of that together. Wow. And then supplementation. And if you're on medications, again, my goal is to support your body so that it doesn't need the pharmaceutical anymore. Mm -hmm. You don't stop the pharmaceutical. You continue on it. And then uh, as your body gets better, you talk to your doctor, say, hey, you know, I'm, my blood sugar is better. Right. Okay, let's get you off your diabetes medication. That gotcha. type of thing. So after the hour and a half, it sets the course of action, so natural supplements, things like that. And then once a month, we get together and review how are your symptoms going down over time. Okay. And that's done objectively. You rate your symptom when you fill out the questionnaire. Is it mild, moderate, severe? And then when you come in for the follow-up, there's a questionnaire for those moderate to severe symptoms, and you tell me where are you today. Cool. And I can see this is repaired, this is not, let's work here. So it really helps me zero in on that's you right. as an individual. Right, you can zero in on what really needs right. to be addressed. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's pretty cool. So I'm just wondering, do you does insurance pay for any of this? The answer is... Insurance covers me, but they don't allow me to bill. Uh, the networks are set up for dietitians, not for clinical nutritionists. So my credentials, they yes, I'm covered. So you need to call the, your insurance and say, I want to meet with a clinical nutritionist. How do I go about submitting a bill to you? And people do this all the time. Wow, very good. So I am covered, not for the supplements, right. but for the services. Isn't that interesting? Okay, so um, Natural Wellness Corner, Marty Donovan is our guest today. And... Um, we, he's right at 239 Loudon Road. He has a wonderful store there. Um, is that what you call it? A store? Yes, yep, store? Yep, yep. <laughs> Storefront? Yeah, store. And um, you can go in there and see what what is offered. It's a beautiful place to go. Very restful. Mm. And I liked that. Yeah, um, my daughter designed that. The intent was to have a relaxing, calm, soft music, gentle smell. Yes. We have aromatherapy running and just a peaceful place. It worked. Mm. It's awesome. And, and I'm very glad that you joined us today. So um, we're, we're looking at all of these um, possibilities here for folks that might be interested in, you know, joining you at Natural Wellness Corner. Um, what do you think is the most important thing as far as diet today for folks to be aware of? Well, just the, their diet. In general, the balance of carbs and protein are really critical. We have a high carb lifestyle. You stop in and get a donut on your way to work. You right. have pizza for lunch. And 
those kinds of things. It's protein helps to slow down the release of carbs into your bloodstream. So, you know, you sit down and have a bowl of cereal. You, in a short time, your blood sugar spikes, goes way up to the roof. Because of the carb. And then carbs, it causes a sharp blood sugar rise. And then shortly after that, it drops to the floor and you end up with fatigue after eating, irritability, cravings, <laughs> things like that. When you add protein to the mix, like having, say, eggs and, and fruit, something for breakfast, your blood sugar levels rises slowly because the protein holds it down. So is that keto? Is what you're talking about the keto? No, no? keto would be if you are dominant in protein. Right. That seems to, to be really hot today. In fact, it, sorry, it's not just, it's more dominant in fat than protein. There's a lot of misunderstanding about what is true keto. Huh. With keto, if you're going to really be in keto, you may only have 10 grams of carbs in a whole day. Um, so that's really low. What is I mean, that? That's like two teaspoons of sugar. Oh, my goodness. Um, and, and, and a lot of times people then, like Atkins, they concentrate on eating steak and bacon and all that. But protein turns into sugar in your bloodstream through your liver. So that's not keto. Keto is when you're preferentially burning fat and you really have to eat a lot of fat in order to do that. Wow, I didn't know that. That was based on the Intuit Eskimos that are eating blubber. And that's their main source of, of nutrition. And they have low heart disease. They have all these low problems because of the they're fat? eating all this fat. Right. Because wow. your body then switches over from burning sugar into what's called ketosis. You're right. burning fat as your source of energy. But I see that when I've seen recipes online, I, and you know, because I have looked into it a little bit, I see all the time lean, lean protein, lean protein. So where's the fat? Well, with if you're trying to do true keto, you would eat the fat on the steak. You would so you eat have chicken, to have You would fat. eat the chicken skin because you're trying to get fat grams into your body. In fact, I did this for about three months and I really didn't like it. But in the morning, I would have a tablespoon of olive oil, a tablespoon of coconut oil, and a tablespoon of MCT oil, which is a part of coconut. And I would just drink it down. Oh. That's in order to get the fat in for the day that you need to burn as calories. You need to have that. Wow. So, yeah, I did not know oh, that. It's, it's Yeah. If you eat too much protein, it'll turn into carbs and that defeats a keto diet. And I used a <laughs> ketone meter. I monitored my blood. And, and saw that I was in the right ketone zone. Wow. But if you eat like the high protein, you won't be in that zone. Yes, you're not eating carbs, and that's a good way to lose weight because the carbs cause a, a lot of our metabolic Storage. problems. Yeah. That's, right. the, that's the issue behind diabetes. Um, it is a, people think of diabetes as a blood sugar problem. It's not. It's a blood insulin problem. Right. There's elevated blood insulin. It's called insulin resistance in, in type 2 diabetes. So the answer is not not regulate, not be concerned about your blood sugar, but work on regulating your insulin so that it's not overreacting right. and storing away too many pounds. Yeah. That's wow. why diabetics are overweight, because they have all this insulin that's designed to store fat. Right. Just amazing. It's, it's almost overwhelming, all the information that you There's can grab. There's a lot out there. But you know? it's, it's, believe me, this is really doable. It's not as hard as people think. Mm -hmm. uh, there's just a lot of misinformation. You know, should you eat eggs? Oh, no, they're going to give me a heart attack. Well, no, eggs prevent heart attacks. Eggs are really good the for you. Are everywhere. very beneficial. They, yeah. have, they have lecithin in the yolk, which lowers cholesterol. Yeah. They give you protein in the morning instead of, say, cereal. It's high blood sugar crazy? that raises cholesterol. So, yeah. yeah, there's a lot involved in what's good information out there, and there's enough to be dangerous. Mm -hmm. A lot of just it. Don't eat saturated fat is completely wrong. Saturated fat from a good, like I'll say, a, a free-range cow yeah. is very good fat for the human body. Whole milk, 
from a from a cow is very good for you. Uh-huh. Isn't now, that again, interesting? There's, there's certainly guidance and moderation involved in that. But, in all things, but yeah. they're healthy for the human body to have these things. Yeah. Wow, this is great information. Um, our guest today, Marty Donovan, from the Natural Wellness Corner in uh, on Loudon Road in Concord, right here in Concord. We're going to take a little break, and we'll come right back with Marty. <clears throat> Welcome back, WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. This is Jane Cormier at Artful Living, and we're having a wonderful conversation with Natural Wellness Corner owner Marty Donovan. And Marty has been giving us all kinds of really good information. Um, For those of you that are just joining our conversation, you maybe want to check out the Natural Wellness Corner uh, and go and see what they offer because they have a wonderful store, wonderful information, and um, expert nutritional support. I think I think I'm a I think I'm going to take advantage of the expert nutritional support. Um, That's our passion is really to give people guidance. Yeah. To come in and don't ask for a product. Ask ask a question. What would be good for what I'm trying to achieve? Mm-hmm. What Wellness. Can help, what can help me? Yes. Yes. And they re, they research online and. That may not give them the right. I mean, they may just find a site that wants to sell them a product. Right. Our goal is not to sell people; it's mm-hmm. to educate them so they can make the right decision about their health. Which is really neat. You know, I don't think that that's like a commonplace thing. Mm. So it's really good that we have that in Concord. Mm. Um, all right. So, so you were just telling us about the differences in keto and high protein diets and all of that. What would you say if you were going to give the perfect diet? What would that be for most? You know. Like mainstream, most people. Well, uh, again, the protein and carb balance, um, a good, what it, what it looks like in real life, if, if you're going to count numbers, would be, say, a typical meal would be um, 30 grams of protein, 40 grams of carbs. Okay. And what that looks like would be a palm size of protein would give you about that. For a woman, that's about 30 grams. For a man, it might be 45. Okay. But you're doing proportionally. You're, then you're using fist sizes. So a woman's fist is not as big as a man's fist. So two fist sizes of vegetables. Uh-huh. Um, like, you know, uh, one fist for greens and one fist for a little sweeter, like corn and peas and carrots. So the green would be, think of a salad bar in a restaurant, the green things. You right. know, the lettuce and broccoli and cucumber and those types of things. And then hold it down to a half a cup or half a fist of, of starch. Okay. And that would be the potatoes, pastas, breads, and all that. So you so can have you, pretty much everything. Yeah, it's so not if like... you're having that blend, then you are balanced, and you're not going to get those sugar cravings. When you eat that way, you're not setting yourself up for failure. You mm-hmm. know, you can't eat one cookie. You empty the bag because you've designed it that way by the way you're eating. So by eating in a balanced way, then you wait and, and you eat of what you would consider to be a normal portion for you, whatever at the moment where you are, or the the measurements I mentioned, then you go to lunch, and when you arrive at lunch, are you hungry? Mm-hmm. If you're not hungry, then you don't eat because you don't eat when you're not hungry, and we do that really? all the time. Oh yeah, don't miss a meal. Well, no, that's why everybody's overweight. Um, so you you arrive at the meal and you're not hungry. That means the the prior meal breakfast needs to be smaller tomorrow. Uh-huh. Then, or you arrive at the meal and you're starving. Well, that means breakfast needs to be bigger. Okay. And if you're saying you're putting in one day I work out and one day I won't, then maybe you need a bigger meal because you're working out. So you're saying just so the the, the wanting be the hunger mechanism must be all screwed up if it someone is. it's driven by carbs. 
Okay, so so somebody starting out that that they're hungry all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they they're not really hungry, and then they're on their way. Okay. Well, there's such a thing as I like to eat it, as compared to I'm <laughs> driven to eat it. We need to control the I like part right. and give ourselves treats once in a while, maybe at the end of a meal, you know, like dinner, a couple days a week, maybe have a small piece of pie, or along okay. with but part of that carb protein blend. So instead of having a potato that day, you might have a small piece of pie for dessert. And that's the that's the I uh, see the higher carb component. And then, the, do you think after doing that a while, does the hunger? It does. Does the hunger thing? Cravings go away. Okay. Well, the other part is that that if you say you arrive at the meal next meal and you're you're hungry, you're ready to eat, then your your that meal is the prior wow. meal is in the right balance. Yeah. So every meal is a report card of the prior eating time. Now you know what I have never thought of it that way, but I experience that all the time. You go through the day, and eventually you've balanced your whole day. Yeah. You're now not craving because you're satisfied. When you're done eating, you don't want to be full. You want to be satisfied because yeah. not, it's not your last meal you're ever going to have. That's right. So you get satisfied. And then, if you, like I said, if you find that, gee, I'm not really hungry, then this meal needs to be smaller. Now you're taking in less calories a day because your appetite has told you that. You're listening to yourself. You're if aware. You're, if you're aware. driving it crazy with carbs, you can't listen to that. Mm-hmm. That does not work. You mm-hmm. have to be balanced in order to do that. Wow, that does make sense. Another part is eating slowly. There's a 20-minute rule. It takes 20 minutes for food to hit your bloodstream and turn off your appetite. That's why everybody okay. at Thanksgiving jams it all in and says, oh, I shouldn't have eaten that much. <laughs> well, they shouldn't have eaten that much. So maybe have courses, yeah. have a salad, and then then take it out to the kitchen, then bring in soup, and then have the main course. Yeah. You go to a restaurant, they give you your bread and your salad and your drink, and then they bring you your meal 20 minutes full. later and you're not hungry. <laughs> yeah. Bag it up and take it home. There you you shouldn't eat it because okay. you're not, you don't need those calories. Yeah. So that's, that's what you can use that to regulate your appetite by eating slowly. Yeah. Talk with the people that you're, you're sitting with. Oh, imagine that. just eating all the food. Don't eat in front of the TV. <laughs> you know, sit there and have a conversation. Yes. Talk, get your phone put away. I tell my kids, about your hobbies, your phone what away. you've done today, yeah. all those different things. So. That's all part of mindfulness in eating. Mindfulness. There it is. That's the word I want. Um, The awareness that maybe how you're feeling right now is connected to what you did before. I'm not sure everybody connects that. I know I don't um, connect that path. I'm very, I'm busy, busy, busy. I'm doing 60 things at once every day. And there will be times where I have a long period of time before I'll eat. Mm -hmm. Just forget. Yep. You know, I'm not hungry, obviously. Or yeah. Just forget. And that's not bad. Another I don't know. Me- if another I... method of eating is intermittent fasting. But and don't they works... tell you that you should be keeping it like a, an, an even? No. Nope. Uh, you know, no, they even... tell you that. But, look but that's at every, not true. Look at everybody's build around you. You know, it's unfortunate that we have, I don't know if it's 60% obesity in this country, mm-hmm. something like that. I don't know. And it's starting in fourth and fifth grade. And yeah, it's kids, getting earlier and there's earlier. There's kids in that age that are diabetics and they're on cholesterol medicines, and, and all, they call those adult-onset diabetes. Well, it's no well, longer called that because there's kids that have it, too. Yeah. So an exercise is a big deal as well for wellness. You need to have a good exercise program, even if it's 30 minutes of walking every day. Right. Just something Be to keep your body going and moving and burning calories and yeah. keeps your brain active and your blood flowing and all and bowel regularity is big with exercise. Mm-hmm. Wow. Lots of information here, folks. You know, these are these are the days that I wish we were live. Oh, okay. You know, we everybody out there, we uh, pre-record our programs mm-hmm. right a week week in advance. 
Um, but if we were live, I bet we'd be getting calls all oh, over okay. the place that yeah. if you have questions, questions, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, very interesting. So tell me, do you like, you said that you had a pharmacy for, what, 30 years, yeah, right? 37. Yeah. Do you find this work more enjoyable than, than what you did before? I loved being a pharmacist. I loved helping people, but I didn't like the paradigm. I didn't like the thought process. Yeah. You know, the, the people are coming in expecting a drug, and it's sometimes pulling teeth, getting them to understand there's a different way of looking at this. But that was my mission, was to help people understand they have other options. Yeah. And a lot of people bought into it, but not, not everybody did that. Yeah. Um, there's just a lot behind the scenes in pharmacy that people just don't know about with dealing with insurance companies and oh, regulations gosh. and just ton and ton and ton. And unfortunately, in this corporate world of the big, the big CVSs and Walgreens and all that, they treat the board of pharmacy treats everyone like they're a major corporation. So they come into me. I'm a one man band, so to speak. <laughs> I, it was me and a, and a relief pharmacist, and they I have to have a, a a committee, and I have to form it, even though I'm the only member of the committee, and I'm the chairman and the treasurer, and, and, <laughs> and I have to give all that in writing to them to prove that I've That's met right. that stupid. So yeah, I got tired of the. Oh, my God. Laborious. Uh, of, of all the administration that was behind the scenes. And yeah. it was just diverting me from my passion. And that's why I decided, okay, there's enough other drugstores in town. We're not short right. of those. And so I'll, I'll just focus on, because we're short on wellness practitioners. We certainly are. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we're catching up. I think that mindfulness and yeah. wellness, those mm -hmm. two things are becoming catchwords, which yeah. is always good. It really is. You know, we'll force people to maybe think about things in a different way. I think today, the big takeaway for me today in speaking with you has been um, that there's an entirely different way to look at this whole thing. There absolutely is. Which is the beginning. Yeah. You know, and so. it never ends. I mean, there's always, we're constantly researching. Um, we just introduced nutrigenomics, which is genetic testing. Wow. That it's based on you, what exercise style is good for you, what diet is good for you, what certain supplements do you need. From genetics. More because of you, your tendency to... They call them being a fast metabolizer where you process things through quickly. Well, you need, and some people actually in pharmacy, that's the reason for sometimes for side effects because they're slow metabolizers. The drug doesn't clear through the body at the normal rate. It begins to build up and get toxic. Mm. Or they use a drug and it doesn't work because they're fast metabolizers. Right. And it's scooting through their system and they're never getting the value from it. Wow, so that can happen with vitamin D and other nutrients as well. So we're... We're, I believe this is cutting edge. In fact, my daughter has got a degree from UNH, and she works with me side by side, uh, has a degree from UNH in, in uh, dietetics, and she's in the, about to enter her master's program focusing on genomics, on the DNA component of our bodies. Wow. And what's, so this is just cutting edge stuff. Very cool. And it's so, it's so fun. A few years ago, we had the introduction of CBD, into the natural world mm -hmm. before it was illegal and now it's not it never should have been and now it's available and this is amazing this is in fact i mentioned before basic four the nutritional supplementation cbd could, should technically be considered a nutritional supplement hmm. because we make cbd in our bodies we make wow. they're called the the, <laughs> the the family of of compounds found in what's called full spectrum hemp and there's over a hundred of them they're called cannabinoids and THC is a cannabinoid, and CBD is a cannabinoid. But there's a variety of others. But we make cannabinoids, in fact, inside of us. And this is only a recent discovery, maybe 20 years ago. So this is fairly new on the medical field. We have what's called an endocannabinoid system. Endo means internal. 
the system that makes cannabinoids. Mm. And what they do, is, and you may have heard CBD helps so many different things. It, oh, it helps pain, right. it helps mood, it helps sleep. Well, how can it do that? Well, because the system controls those. That's called homeostasis. This endocannabinoid system regulates every system of your body. If it's deficient, if it's not making enough, like when you're under stress or in severe mm-hmm. pain, then you're deficient, and the symptom is their research is showing their symptom is due to a deficiency. It's like not having enough oil in your car, and it, wow. and it seizes up. Well, by taking a CBD supplement, you're topping off your endocannabinoid system. Very cool. You know, um, I, I'm going to ask you to come back and do another show down the road on CBD because I know that there are a lot of folks out there that probably would benefit from learning about it don't know anything about it's it. It's a huge deal, so and let's, it's wonderful. Let's it have really you back, and you come I'd in love, and tell us. Awesome, awesome. So our guest today was Marty Donovan, Natural Wellness Corner on Loudon Road, right here in Concord, and uh, he is a expert nutritional guy. <laughs> and uh, you can go in there and talk to him and um, work with him on wellness, things, ideas, things that you're feeling. I think this is awesome for the folks here in Concord. And beyond. Um, So thank you very much for coming today. We appreciate it very much. It's my pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Well, next week we'll have another great guest for you here on Artful Living at WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. This is Jane Comier, and we'll see you next week.